at that mm-hmm. job because I had nothing to do all day. I would like watch Vanderpump Rules and um, recap it wow. uh, on my on my Instagram. And that's kind of how a lot of other shit started, like a relationship with Bravo and with the cast. So it's weird how things happen. But yeah, it was definitely odd jobs. And that's why I'll say to a lot of people, you know, in their 20s that are like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, it's okay. Like, you, it makes sense that you don't know what you yeah, want to do. And so I've had a lot of odd, odd jobs, even though college educated, did amazing internships. I was always mm-hmm. like, wait, why isn't Vogue like, like calling me? Like, calling why don't me. I have a, well, I don't have a cool job and like a cool title? I definitely didn't want to like be a recruiter that I don't know how that happened. Um, but you know, every thing leads to the next thing. You're listening to the Routine Project Podcast, where I, your host, Justin Crawford, am getting into the minds of today's leading entrepreneurs, thought leaders, celebrities, and so many more with one mission in mind, understanding their routines so we can get into building the ones that make the most sense for us. This is the one podcast that's hyper-focused on routines and routines only. What's cool is I feel like we're learning with the guests of the show because sometimes they come on here and they don't even know that they have these routines. I'm excited you're here to learn something new, so thank you for clicking play wherever you're tuning in. Now here's today's episode. As you grew up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire all the cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make your job easier when you find the right people to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job posting in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then all you have to do is add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people. Simple tools like screening questions make it so easy to focus on candidates with the right skill sets and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you need to interview and hire. It's why small businesses like the House of Routine rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash routine project. That's linkedin.com slash routine project to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. My friends, you're back for another episode of the Routine Project Podcast. It's Justin here, and joining me today on this very special day, rather, is Amanda Hirsch. Amanda is the host of the top-rated Dear Media podcast, Not Skinny But Not Fat, but I could not tell you what that podcast is about without telling you what the brand is about, uh, which she's the personality behind the brand, Not Skinny But Not Fat, and of course, a mother now. Not Skinny But Not Fat is your home for everything in pop culture and having to do with celebrity gossip and reality TV recaps and so many more things, too. And she's built this thing where I feel like it was almost an accident, which we also have to talk about with Amanda today. But Amanda's self-deprecating humor, honesty, and relatability is what people are hooked to. And I'm so excited to be able to introduce you guys to her today. Uh, It was a long time coming. I'd been talking to Amanda for a second over email. I was like, hey, when when can we get you on the Routine Project podcast? Uh, So I can't tell you how excited I am to have you with us today, my friend. So Amanda, welcome to the Routine Project podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I told you also that I was like nervous because I, when you were like, oh, here are some of the questions. I was like, oh, it's all about like, what's your routine? Like, are you, and I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm going to disappoint that I'm like not. not. 
Yeah. Because I think too, before we even get to routines, which usually mildly happens somewhere in the middle of the conversation with you, that was my introduction of you, right? All of what I could have grabbed from the internet though, which is essentially where your brand blew up. But I wanted to leave the first question with you to ask you, if you were to introduce yourself today, knowing everything that your life has become, how would you introduce yourself on a podcast if it was not tied to not skinny, but not fat? I know it's hard. I actually talk about this a lot, like on my own podcast and in conversations with people that I have such a difficulty in like describing what I do, especially. And I think I've learned now because I've been talking about it so much that it's like, also because it's so new, right. You can't just be like, Oh, I'm a blank. Right. Like it's, it's complicated. It's new. Like this mm-hmm. hasn't been around for a hundred years, like the weird shit that I do. So <laughs> I think it's a mix. Like the reason why it's hard for me to describe is a mix. Um, that's part of it because mm. it is new. Uh, secondly, because it's, it's a job has become, but it's also like what I do is, has just been a passion and it turned from a hobby into a career. So that's also where it's like, you know, I've been doing this for like six years. Um, mm. So if it, if it like blew up the past year, two years, or if more people know about me, I've been doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like on a smaller scale, obviously. Yeah. Um, but how would I describe myself? Well, I start like mumbling. I'm like, I have an Instagram account <laughs> and a podcast <laughs> that like, I don't know, I've had a few people on and it's like, what? So I've been working on kind of owning my shit more and Mm. trying to be able to like, you know, really be like, no, you know what? Like, I'm, I don't know, an internet personality or I'm a, I said that to a driver. I I was in a Uber on, on the way to an event and the driver, and I tested my confidence on this driver because he was like, so who are you? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a internet personality it felt weird saying it but he was like oh he like got excited about it um (laughs) and I was like okay I think it's weird but I think it's it's you know I it's so weird for me to find a title for myself because I hate the word influencer and I feel like Mm. I what I do is not just that um content creator is doesn't feel like the right description because I'm not like creating content. I'm literally just like spewing out whatever I think in the moment. Um, Mm. And, you know, I think in my Instagram bio, I write sharing my life and news about my friends in Hollywood. And I feel like that's kind of what it is, you know, like I, that's kind of what I do on my podcast and on my Instagram. And, um, and here we are. And you did at one point too. First of all, I, I'm so glad I asked you that because in today's world, you're right, it's weird, but it could be a good weird, which is what you've turned it into. And as I mentioned, folks, at the beginning, if, you, if you're listening now and, and had heard of her ever, like that is literally the explanation of what I think a lot of people are going through in the internet world. And then you say internet personality. And a lot of times it was something I think, like, okay, well, you're funny as hell. So you're a comedian, right? You're a content creator. Therefore, I think you're a producer, you know, and then an executive producer at that. I think that there's a lot there with you that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear what she would even say about herself. And I wonder too, that Uber driver might've gotten excited because that's, you'd be surprised at how now over almost 700,000 people on one platform, let alone your millions of downloads on the podcast, where you're able to really identify, okay, well, you can play on different platforms in different ways to your point about your Hollywood friends and kind of like that, you know, that, that 
feeling you get when you're about to like post something. So then I wanted to ask you now, like you think about the way that this has now blown up, not skinny, but not fat for you. And then I, I read that you, you said it was an accident. So how was it an accident? And then, I mean, you've been in the game now, the thick of it for six years, you know, how did you stay in it? Even though you knew it was almost like not really meant to be, but then it became something to be. I leaned in because when I started my account, which was in 2016, it was a name that just came to me. Mm. Like, you know, when you go to sleep and you have like bedtime thoughts yes. that are profound sometimes. So me opening my Instagram thought was uh, my Instagram account was literally a bedtime thought of like, I should open an Instagram account. Like I should name it not skinny, but not fat. And the next morning I did it. And, um, the name to me at the time felt very literal. Um, and that's how kind of how I felt my whole life, like not skinny, mm. but not fat since I was like, 11 or even younger I was very aware of like my body and something it's something that I talked about something mm -hmm. that I was a was something that was like an issue like I had very skinny friends and I was always like had a butt had thighs had all these things and it was like talked about you know it was like mm. I talk about my butt so for me it was literal but I kind of like that people took it literally and were like I feel this way like I don't feel like I'm skinny but I don't feel like I'm fat um, but then some people took it as like, you know, kind of like, oh, you're in between in other areas of life. Mm -hmm. And I today, you know, there's so much conversation about like body image and, um, and I'm, I'm really happy about that, but like, mm -hmm. that's not what my account is about. So sometimes right. I'm like, I don't want people to get the wrong idea going into it. Like, what the fuck is this? What does it have to do with the name? Uh, but then again, like, so many people have started brands with a certain name and it has evolved, yeah. you know, since the, the, the name. So the name, you know, maybe one day I'll just change it to like Amanda <laughs> Hirsch, who knows. Uh, but at the time when I started, I started as a meme account. And mm. at that time in 2016, the people that like, you know, were around all had handles that weren't their names, like the fat Jewish, Oh, Jerry, right. girl with no job, um, all these different accounts. My therapist says like, everybody had a name. Think about it. Yeah. Today, people, you know, use their real names. Um, and even celebrities, I love doing deep dives on shit. So even celebrities that used to have different handles, like now change to their names because Ooh. nobody wants it to be hard to find. To find. Anyway, but it's my brand. It's, you know, it's the name, but um. But, you know, it's it's obviously way more than that. Mm, and and it, ha it has become that, too. Can we talk about noise for a moment? And then, of course, we're getting into Amanda's routines that she may not even know she has, folks. I think mm. like if you're listening, that's been the best and token of the show right now is that we'll bring anybody like you on. And, and, and I think that the coolest thing is you, you might not know. Mm. Uh, but before that, I think it's noisy, right? You said this when you were describing yourself in the sense of, a, let's say, internet personality per se, but that alone is a very noisy industry. And so over the, over these years, how have you kind of navigated the noise and been sure that like, if this is what you wanted to do, this is how you were going to make money. This is how you were going to support your family. Now, how did you navigate the noise and stay so focused in the sense that you knew that, you know, what you were getting yourself into and then not getting distracted? Well, I think when I started this account, it wasn't to make money and it wasn't to get followers. It was literally, I saw those accounts that I mentioned mm -hmm. and I was like, I like that. Like 
it's funny. It's lighthearted. I've always like written and I was like, I feel like I could do that. And that would be cool for me. And that would help me with like my mental health. And it would, it would be a good outlet. Um, so then that's why I started it. And then when I started really enjoying like the feedback, the community, the people, um, you know, and then I started sharing slowly, but surely like who I was, because I was kind of like anon at first because there weren't stories Mm. and I was just posting memes. Then I was like, Hey you guys, I'm here. What's up? Uh, some people didn't care. They're like, who's this bitch? Like I came here for like funny one-liners. I was like, you know what? If you don't like this face, you should leave because you're going to be seeing more of it. And then, and then I remember like, I always was obsessed with celebrity gossip and pop culture. And that's what I spent like kind of my off time thinking about and talking about with my sisters and my friends. So one day I remember just sharing like a celebrity um like a news article or some gossip or whatever Mm. and people were so into it like my following at the time which was probably minuscule and I was like wait you guys care about this I thought it was just me and it genuinely felt like a unanimous like oh my god like we care so much and I was like hold on then instead of talking to my friends about it my sister about it I'm going to share with you guys, like everything that I kind of see and love and, and whatever. And that's when, that's when it kind of became a lot about that. Mm. Um, and it was such a passion of mine. Like that's my biggest, like when I look back and I'm like, how did I get here? It's because I was and am as passionate as like, it's a genuine excitement. It's a genuine mm. passion. A lot of people on the internet, you hear them being like, "Ugh, like I need to post content or I need to create content. That's why I, I stay away from calling myself that. Cause like, for me, it's like, I need to like worry about posting less because yeah. I can scream <laughs> all day about, you know, my day about stuff that's going on. Like I have so much to say about, I could literally talk about like, you know, a comment somebody leaves on someone else's post or somebody posting like uh, a, a certain shirt or I love the the minutia uh, and just like dissecting every little thing. And what I love is that my followers are even more like that than me. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, they won't care about this. This is so like petty and small. They've already seen it. They've thought about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it's the the way I stayed in it with the noise is because like, this is what I actually care about. It's yeah, not a right. show. It's not yeah. a like, I'm doing this because I have to. It's literally like, I would be doing this even if y'all weren't here. I'd be talking about this even if you guys didn't care. And I would be sticking to this even mm. if I didn't make a career out of it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, even That's if right. it remained in a hobby, as a hobby, which it was for four or five years, I didn't make a dollar. I didn't make yeah. a dime. I was working two jobs and doing this as, as a hobby, um, always believing that something would come out of it. I was like, listen, there's no way that like, I have so much passion for this. Like it's my life. I feel so strongly about it. Something good will happen from it. If it's like a job offer, I didn't know what could be. I was like, if I get offered a, a job and like writing, you know, an article, I like Carrie Bradshaw, like every, <laughs> I didn't know what would come of it, but I knew, yeah. I knew and like genuinely believed inside of me that there is no way that I'm so passionate about something. I'm putting so much into a day every day um, and not giving up something will come of it. Did I think it would be like now? No. And I would have 
taken much less even, but, mm. um, but that's what I'll have to say. Like the noise, I wasn't fight. I wasn't competing with anybody. I wasn't trying. It was literally like, I'm doing this. This is my entire heart and being and soul is poured into this. And like, I really right. just believe that like, at the end of the day, something good is bound to come from it. As it did. As we're it did. Glad it did. The and two jobs happy. really quickly, but what were the two jobs? And then, I mean, to <laughs> listen, I, I, I mean, it's so sad. Like I'm literally, I just paid off more student loans. Um, I went to Ithaca college. It's a private college. I paid oh, yeah. $45,000 a year. I was a little bitch. I was like, I'm not going to public school. I'm going to private school, which like looking back, I'm like, who lets 18 year olds make decisions about their lives? Like we should start a new law here. Like make decisions about their life. Choose a major. Like, I feel like we need to mature more. People don't know what they want to do at seven. Well, actually we decided 17 because you have to pick That's your, right. your school. And your anyway, I won't go. That's a whole other thing. But I went into school for communications, which my mom likes to convince herself that I'm using all that, you know, knowledge <laughs> today. Um, I mean, listen, I'm communicating. Right. So right. Um, but, but so I, I had a amazing college education, internships, all this shit. But when I got into the workforce, I was kind of like, never really found my footing. And now looking back, it's because I never really wanted to do any of those things. I'm not sure if you're like me and you've been staring at way too many screens recently, but I want to tell you about Felix Gray as the top solution to blue light eyewear protection. These days, I don't think we recognize how often we're staring at phones, tablets, computers, TVs, Kindles, laptops, and other devices, but sometimes this really leads to so many problems in our life, especially if you do it for too much time for too long. Nobody ever wants to deal with headaches, blurry vision, dry, tired eyes, and trouble sleeping, right? And it's a proven fact that exposure to blue light at night can lower the production of melatonin, the hormone to regulate sleep, and so many other disastrous things that we should not be dealing with. It was a while back now that I interviewed the co-founder of Felix Gray, David Roger, on the Men of the Hour podcast, and I'll never forget our conversation. It was around the time when I had retinal eye syndrome from having stared at screens for too long without any protection. And I remember asking him, I was like, dude, you made these glasses for a reason, but you have to help us better understand why we should be wearing them while always staring at a computer screen. And what he was saying was the lenses filter 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on the eyes and disrupt sleep. So even having just a little protection, let alone what Felix Gray is able to do for our eyes, will not just alleviate some of the symptoms I'd mentioned earlier, but may even eliminate any of them to be potential problems in your life. These are the best blue light eyewear glasses on the market, and I want you to try them yourself. To find out more and shop for yourself, head to felixgrayglasses.com forward slash routine project. They have non-prescription and prescription available for everyone in all types of styles. Check them out now at felixgrayglasses.com slash routine project. What you're going to get is free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, and that's at felixgray.com slash routine project. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't giving a hundred percent of myself at all. And I was like, wait, I don't care about that. You know, those memes that are like, I don't care. Like who are these weirdos that care about their jobs? Cause I wasn't that guy. <sighs> um, so I worked odd jobs at that point. When I started my account, I was doing uh, recruiting mm. for a recruiting company part-time. And I was, had this like office manager position um, at this company that like nobody was there. And I just sat in the office by myself. And that's where actually like everything leads into everything. Cause 
at mm-hmm. that job because I had nothing to do all day. I would like watch Vanderpump Rules and um, recap it wow. uh, on my on my Instagram. And that's kind of how a lot of other shit started, like a relationship with Bravo and with the cast. So it's weird how things happen. But yeah, it was definitely odd jobs. And that's why I'll say to a lot of people, you know, in their 20s that are like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, it's OK. Like, you, it makes sense that you don't know what you yeah, want to do. And so I've had a lot of odd odd jobs, even though college educated, did amazing internships. I was always mm-hmm. like, wait, why isn't Vogue like calling me? Like, calling why don't me. I have a why don't I have a cool job and like a cool title? I definitely didn't want to like be a recruiter. That I don't know how that happened. Um, but you know, every thing leads to the next thing, you know. As it did. And you know what I heard in that, and you guys probably did too listening. You guys were like, okay, wait, wait, Amanda, we gotta get to these routines. We gotta get to these routines. That Vanderpump rule recap is a routine that has led to this. And I, I think it's interesting. And you may she's like, she's looking, she's like, what are you talking about? That- think about it. You had a routine of of watching Vanderpump rules in that office management job when you had the time to do so, then to recap it, and it led to all these things, mm. which I think is the perfect opening now. When you think of routine, is there like I mean, I don't know if you want to start with the morning or midday or night, but I think a lot of times on this, on the show, we found that even like just thinking about a routine that you might have, and it might be in the morning, but has there been any thoughts around that for you and kind of maybe what's been working well? So I don't actually think about my routines at all. Um, aside from, you know, waking up, brushing my teeth, mm-hmm. drinking a coffee kind of vibe. Sure. Um, but obviously in the work that I do, because I'm so autonomous and mm. like don't have to answer really to anybody and it's me, like obviously you have to have like inherent good time management skills. And it's wild to me. I was just talking to somebody in the industry and I'm not judging, right? But you're always kind of shocked like how other people do things, right? Of course. Um So like, you don't really see the behind the scenes with a lot of social media people, but like, I don't have a nanny. I don't have an assistant. Um, I have an agent and obviously my podcast network that like produces my show. Um, But like, I handle my emails and like, you know, getting all my shit in. And so you have to have good time management skills. And the fact that I also, you know, my son just started uh, like a three hour program. So Mm. until now I haven't even had like those three hours um so I I need to like think of like I don't even know how I do it because I was just talking to somebody who like has late way less going on than me in terms Mm -hmm. of like responsibilities and they're like oh I can't even like answer an email or like you know and I need to get an assistant I was like what so it's wild Sometimes I'm like, I really don't know how I have time to to do it all, but somehow I guess I do have a routine that makes it, that makes me able to finish so many things in a day. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Like go through the emails, do like the, the deliverables that I need per day. But I also, you know what I hate? Mm. I hate when. And this is why, like, there is part of the social media world that does make me cringe. And I'm always very highly self-aware of it and try to not be like that is like when you hear people on social media be like, I'm so busy and like, ugh, I have to like do and it's like, listen, I'm not saying you're not busy. I'm fucking busy, but I'm also would never complain about this job. You know what I mean? Because like it is hashtag blessed mm-hmm. to be doing what I'm doing 
as my job. And even if my mom, my mom sometimes will be like, Amanda, like you're so, you know, you're so busy and you're doing so much. And I, I'm like, I don't want it to be confused. I would never complain about this. Like mm-hmm. this is, I am like living life as Kourtney Kardashian would say. And I am grateful that I get to live my passion and my, my dream. Mm. Um, and would never be like, it's so hard to like, you know, post an ad, you know what I mean? Like, no bitch. No, it's not. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's not at all. See, I didn't answer your routines question. I told you I'm not a good podcast guest for you. You know, but if the one thing we got from you is everything that you've said so far and this Vanderpump rules routine of how you doing the recap, I mean, was there structure in the sense that like, as you've been building such a platform and a brand, I think that's something we can learn from you now. It's like, there has to be structure, right? The emails and the deliverables and such. But I think when you, when you combine that into a routine of some kind, is there anything that excites you about? You just said it, you're living your best life. You're loving it. And this is exactly what you want to be doing, right? You report to yourself. You ain't got no assistant because you don't need a damn assistant. I think that's powerful and it's special, you know, but is there something that excites you about maybe curating uh, a structure around that, that'll keep you on track to some extent? Well, the thing is that because I'm my own person, like I'll, there is some pressure that I feel to deliver. Right. And like watch the shows that my followers are watching and, and report on them. Or if there's a, you know, an award show, let them know what I think. And, but I also know that nobody is like holding a gun to my head. At the mm. end of the day, my paycheck doesn't d- depend on that. And like, if I can't watch the Emmys, I won't watch the Emmys. But um, for example, when I started re- recapping a show, like, yeah, I'll feel like, okay, I have to watch an episode a day. And I have to, even though like nobody's standing with a fucking stopwatch on me, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but But yeah, there is some, I think, internal kind of clock, which is like, okay, know that you're watching at least one thing a day, you know, that, that your people are watching and want your opinion on, for mm-hmm. example, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think with what I do, because, you know, and I look at it now and I'm like, wow, that was a good choice, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Starting this, I wouldn't be able to have my brand be just me. Like, hi, this is my, me, 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 all me. I think what I'm lucky is that it's like partly, but also I talk about other people and Mm -hmm. I talk about, you know what I mean? So it's not like all day I have to like, that's the struggle I think that influencers have and whatever is like, they have to think about creating content because it's literally all them 24 seven. Right. Whereas I can literally just post about other people and like celebrities and pop culture and headlines and and whatever, and not post about myself if I don't feel like it. So mm. that's really, I think, what also has allowed me to not kind of get uh, run down. I was going like, to say. Mm-hmm. Is like, I don't have to be like me, me, me all day. You know, mm. I could I could talk about other. So it, it's kind of like this nice mix of stuff that happens pretty organically. But mm. obviously it could be like, if I'm feeling myself the same day, you might see more of my face. If I'm not and there's a lot going on in the in the in the world that's like interesting then you'll see less of me like so it's kind of different every day um Mm. but I have to say like it's a very organic vibe and that's why Mm. I think that's what I would also attribute attribute like my success to is like 
it's not curated. It's mm-hmm. not planned out. It's not pretty. It's not, it's literally an organic stream of consciousness, if you will. Like I remember I did a, a podcast at Barstool with these dudes. And they were like, so like, how do you like, how long are your videos? I'm like, what videos? <laughs> they're like, well, what? Yeah. You know, I, I was like, I literally like, that's my vibe is kind of different and maybe it's not for everybody, but that's sure. like what, what, um, worked for me kind of just running with my stream of consciousness, the way I think about things, even sometimes I'll talk about things and there'll be some people that are like, girl, you're a hundred years late. I'm like, I know I want to talk about but this I- now. I just watched the Elvis movie. I don't give a fuck that you watched it four months ago. I want to talk about the Elvis movie now. And then I want to talk about all the discoveries I made about Austin Butler after watching the movie. I don't care that you figured it out four months ago. Do you know how many people haven't figured it out four months ago? I'm going to talk about it now. So, um, and I, I'm aware that's why I don't shout from the rooftops that like, come mm-hmm. to my account. You'll find out all the latest news first. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> You'll find out what I think about the news. <laughs> if you care, if not, then, you know, follow TMZ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And I'm so glad we had you on this podcast because now it's, it's almost like you'd said a stream of consciousness. There's value to that as well. So if you're listening and you are even thinking of entrepreneurship or starting a brand or like you had said, being passionate about something, anything, and then trying to find a way to make, you know, six years meet, meet exactly where Amanda is too. Like you think about what could come of your passion. A lot of it has to really be rooted in your consciousness and right. And your delivery time doesn't really matter for that. And I will say too, something we discovered on this podcast is that routines aren't always a great thing you, Jason Oppenheim, so many people are like, yeah, just like I kind of do my thing. And it usually comes from the entrepreneurs, the self-starters. Mm. So I do very, do very much think this podcast serves to that audience as well. So even thank you for all of that, because I think that there, there has to be so much value in that for folks to not always feel like, like you would say, you're not reporting into a boss, but you're also like not getting looked at with the time clock. Whereas a lot of people want to get out of that. So you may have inspired someone to do that. Um, as we, as we end things with you, my friend, I literally can't steal any more of your time. You you're so gracious with your emails and how you had said yes to coming onto this podcast to begin with. But I do want to end with some final moments of fast questions with you around routines and kind of where that, where that if moment would have been, if you were still staying in that office manager job, or like you had said working in uh recruiting but you think of the stupidest thing you've ever heard someone have a routine around do you does anything come to mind like why the fuck do you do that the stupidest thing that somebody has a routine around oh my god (laughs) someone's come to you recently friend colleague whomever (laughs) like a stupid routine um oh my god i don't know (laughs) or ridiculous like ridiculous routine like, you're like, why do you get up that early to do that? That sounds oh, yeah. Okay, 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 I feel you. Um, listen, people that get up at 5 a.m. to work out are literally clinically insane. <laughs> um, no, I don't understand it. And there are people that also put an alarm clock before their kids wake up so they can have time without them that I would like, I get it. Wouldn't be able to do it. Cause I would be like, but I could sleep. I, I get it though. It's like the time alone, the coffee alone, but I would say like, then I would spend that time doing something else and not working out. <laughs> you know what I mean? There we go. Of course. And then next question for you, what's habit, what's one habit you have now that you wish you didn't have at all. Mm. Maybe 
the one, sometimes I have weeks where I'm like gracious with too gracious with the wine, you know, I'm like, <laughs> like every day, you know, just like, Oh, what? And then you like convince yourself. It's like, you know, chic, like, you know, in Paris, they drink wine every day. And then it's like, well, maybe not every day, you know, leave it for social, social events. That's where it's also more fun to drink. You know, mm. I feel like when I'm like, Oh, let me just like pour a glass of wine at night. Like, do you need it? You need it. Yeah, I do actually. But like, maybe it's, I'm, I'm, yeah, maybe a routine that needs to be a little shaken up. <laughs> Is there something you wish you can get a routine around that you haven't yet done so? And why? I would, I really do think I wouldn't wake up at 5am, but I would really want to incorporate working out some physical activity um, for kind of just not even to get, you know, fit, but more so I do see the benefits of like, even taking a walk and having that mm -hmm. quiet headspace or getting stronger if it's like with Pilates or whatever. So I'm, I'm it, this is something that I definitely want to get a routine around. And I mean, everybody knows how hard it is to start a fucking work. I feel like that is the hardest routine to start a workout routine. Oh, because yeah. I do think that you know, doing it, you know, those people that are like, Oh, do you want to take a plot? So I'm like, I'm not going to go once to a class. Like that's not going to do anything for anybody. Like it needs to be a routine. It needs to be at least a couple times a week to even see any sort of change, whether it's mentally or physically. So Ooh, that's something I do would want. That's something I would want to start. Yeah. Mm, my friend, I think we can even end there because there's so much to be learned about starting. And so to end a podcast episode with that, my friends, if you clicked play when you could have chose millions of podcasts out there, do go check out Not Skinny But Not Fat. Everything that Amanda is and about and, and what we've talked about is in the show notes and linked below. And I can't thank you guys for enough. If you came from her side of the house or ours because you saw her name in the headline of the podcast title, I just want to thank you for clicking play. I hope you listen and learn something because essentially you not having, right? You, be, you, you approaching this episode in the way that you did, I think allowed us to recognize that it's okay not to have routines, but more importantly, which ones can we start? And mm -hmm. if you're into what Amanda's into, you may very well want to go click on Vanderpump Rules and do the recap, right? When you're sitting in your office management desk cubicle or whatever that situation was for you. So even sharing that alone, I was like, gosh, it's perfect uh, and gold for this for this podcast episode. So Amanda Hirsch, my friend, uh, my new friend, I'm so excited that you're into everything that you're into. You're your own boss bitch in your own way. And I think it's so admirable. Um, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm excited to watch you and, and keep following from afar as well. So thank you for thank saying you yes to so doing this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you. It's Justin again, and that concludes today's episode. I hope you learned something new or exciting about routines, or at least took something away from the guest I had on the show. Now I've got plenty more episodes coming up on this podcast, so be sure to click that follow button wherever you're listening. Oh, and you know how it goes. The show only gets better when I hear from you. So drop a rating and review and let me know what you loved and maybe what we can do better on this podcast to keep you coming back each week. Now, until I get that next episode to you, start building the routines that matter most to you and inspire others to do the same. 